You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Coach, you talked about the, the running game from Albany. Obviously, they, uh, they bring in Todd Sibley from that, that transfer from Pitt. I mean, is that kind of the game plan heading into this week is attacking that run game and kind of shutting that down? Yeah, you know, in a lot of different areas, their run game percentage, you know, you look at last year, was 75% or higher. Um, and so the run the ball is a huge part of what they do. And, you know, it sets the, uh, sets the table for play-action pass and other things. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. Coach Dave Aranda looking ahead, giving a short scouting report on this week's season opening opponent, the U Albany Danes coming to Waco, Baylor and U uh, Albany Saturday evening, 6 p.m. kickoff at McLean Stadium. Our coverage begins at 2 p.m. on Saturday. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, then 6 p.m. kickoff all right here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics ESPN Central Texas. Let's get a scouting report a little further uh, in-depth from uh, the voice of the Danes. Roger Weiland joins us now from Albany. And, uh, Roger, thanks for your time. We appreciate you being on with us. Hey, no problem. Thanks for uh, having me on. We're looking forward to uh, getting on the road uh, bright and early tomorrow morning and heading, heading your way to Waco. That's great. And tell us about that. What's involved in the decision to come on Thursday for a Saturday game? Well, I did ask Greg Catusa that today on, on his coaching show with me on, on ESPN Radio in Albany. And uh, he said he wants to get out there and get acclimated to the to the heat, uh, get, a, get an extra day and feeling what the climate is like out there. Although, having said that, the climate in Albany this summer has been brutally hot for us. <laughs> really? So I feel like they've already accomplished that uh, throughout the course of the summer. But that's what he said the reason was to get in the Waco a little early. I got you. Makes sense. And a uh, long trip for you. I, I told you earlier, uh, Roger, It's I mean, it's already fall here. I mean, it's only going to be 91 on Saturday. So you guys are already catching a little bit of a break. Yeah, I told Coach that. I, said, I just had the play-by-play guy on from Waco. And he said it's going to be 91 and sunny. Game time, I said, and that's and that's fall weather out there, yeah. coach. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We've had a really hot summer here, so we're glad it's uh, we're glad it's under a hundred ourselves, and really good for our fans. Uh, tell us uh, what's the you know what's the what are the thoughts of playing uh, Baylor uh, coming here? Uh, I think it's the highest ranked FBS team you uh, Albany has ever played. What are the thoughts about this game on Saturday? Getting out of there alive. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you know i think when you go on these trips number one you know you want to be you you want to you, you want to compete right that's number one you know can they compete a little bit i mean I, what are they a 42 point underdog you albany something like that um and then and number two not get any serious injuries because when you get back home you albany has to play a caa conference opener against new hampshire a game that they really need to win and then two non-conference games before a bye week, so don't get anybody seriously injured. And then, you know, I'm probably the athletic department wouldn't put this third, but, you know, it's a $500,000 paycheck uh, to the athletic department at the University of Albany. So that's uh, part of the reason why these uh, money games are played, right? 
Yep, that's true. That is a factor. That's part of it. Um, and we're glad to have you guys here. Uh, tell us about the quarterback competition. Sounds like, you know, four guys involved there, and it was a pretty good competition for the starting quarterback job. Yeah, it was. And, and I, and I, you know, we have a, he named a starter, but I don't know that that necessarily will mean that Reese, uh, Reese Poppenbarger, a sophomore uh, transfer from Old Dominion, will be the starting quarterback the rest of the season. Greg has made it clear that he wants to see, you know, game action because Reese, as highly touted as he comes in here and, you know, coming from Old Dominion, but he redshirted at Old Dominion last year. So he's not taken a college snap in a game. So we'll see him under rapid fire, I'm sure, with a really good Baylor defense on Saturday night. We'll, so, we'll see how he performs. Uh, no matter what, you'll see um, uh, Joey Carino, who did play last year, started a couple games last year. He's a sophomore with very good scrambling ability. So even with restarting, uh, there'll be some third downs and what have you that I think Joey – uh, we'll get some time in. And then uh, Tyler Zakowski, a freshman who had a good camp too, um, is in the mix depending on how on how Reese does. So I'm not so sure it'll be Reese uh, start to finish. We'll, well, I think Greg's going to see how the game unfolds. But, yeah, I mean, Reese has looked really good in the summer, and he's been a notch above the rest. I wouldn't say he has won the starting job going away, but that's the choice of Greg Catuso for Baylor. I got gotcha. you. And new uh, offensive coordinator in Jared Ambrose comes over from uh, Delaware in in your league. Um, will the offense uh, will the will, is he making ma- massive changes or how, how different will your offense be from years past? Uh, I, I think philosophy wise it'll be the same. I think execution wise, I think Greg was unhappy over the years when Greg just wanted to pound the football. And the offensive coordinator wasn't pounding the football, even though they pounded the football. Greg really likes to run it. So I think this new offensive coordinator has the marching orders from day one that we want to run the football, establish the run first. So I think that uh, that will be pretty evident in, in game number one, even though the wide receiving core is very, very talented. Six guys that really can, can go and get it. But uh, And then I heard your, your interview before you came to me. I mean, Todd Sibley – Right. Played at Pitt, so Carl Mofor was a really good running back here and graduated, and uh, big shoes to fill. But Todd Sibley, who played at Pitt and did get some playing time there, is going to be the uh, the go-to back with a few others that will carry the football. Mofor carried it so much last year; it was almost like he carried it every every time they ran the ball. It was Mofor? I don't think that'll be that way with Sibley, but he'll be he'll be the number one go-to running back on Saturday. Gotcha. We talked a lot of offense. How about defensively? Uh, how many returners do you have coming back? What does your defense look like? Uh, quite a bit. I mean, there's it's it's an, uh, still a young, but but a lot of guys that are coming back from a year ago. The linebacking core uh, is probably a strength. Forty-one when you're at the game. AJ Missler is a grad student uh, who's their best player on defense at linebacker, and then Jackson Ambush is really good too, coming off an excellent freshman season. Uh, the secondary is led by Larry Walker Jr. at free safety. Uh, Samaj Brown and Isaac Duffy all started last year in the secondary. I don't know how much I think speed might be an issue with Baylor uh, in terms of trying to stay with this group, but it is an experienced group. And, and then up front um, in camp, 96, defensive end A.J. Simon, a junior, has really been impressive. Uh, and Elijah Hills, a sophomore defensive tackle, 
uh, has also had a really good summer and coming off a really good year. And remember, Greg Catuso is a, is a defensive tackle uh, from Penn State, so he prides himself on how well that defensive line does, and they've been they've been pretty solid over the years. Very good. Well, we'll let you get to uh, one of your other jobs. You're a busy guy, Roger, but uh, look forward to seeing you when you guys uh, get here tomorrow. Holler if we can help with anything, and we appreciate you being on with us. Yeah, I appreciate it. We'll, we'll see you uh, sometime tomorrow. Thanks for having me on. That sounds great. Roger, thanks very much. Roger Weiland, the play-by-play voice uh, for a number of years, 30-plus years play-by-play for U Albany in the Danes, uh, leaving town tomorrow morning and be here uh, in Waco tomorrow. They'll have a workout at McLean Stadium at some point tomorrow. Then maybe a walkthrough uh, there as well on Friday. The game is Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, Aaron, one other note uh, about U Albany that I've noticed. Their home stadium is... Tom and Mary Casey Stadium, and no relation to Floyd Casey, but Tom and Mary Casey Stadium is the home stadium for uh, for U Albany, eighty five hundred seat stadium there in Albany.